Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are off and running here live from Las Vegas. This is Follow the Money coming to you from our VSIN studio at Circus Sportsbook. Alongside the man, the myth, the legend, Sean King. He won a Super Bowl. I've watched many while eating potato chips from my couch. I'm Stormy Tony. Happy to be with you today. Mitch and Polly, know your eyes and ears do not deceive you. We are not them. They're having a well-deserved vacation for the holidays right now. Um, Tim Murray and you looked like you had a blast yesterday on the show, so hopefully I can do a little bit of the same justice. We will have just as much fun. Although last night was difficult, Yes. I'm slowly getting over what I consider to be a very, very correct opinion with a very bad outcome. Okay, because I have to tell you, I have a bone to pick with you, so we can get into this a little bit here in a minute. But just to let everybody know who's on the show today, we've got an awesome guest list today. ESPN's Sal Palantonio is going to join us later on. Um, Adam Chernoff, Covers.com, product manager, get into some of his favorite plays this week. Former NFL and college head coach Dirk Cutter and Rich Gannon, CBS Sports and Sirius XM NFL radio analyst. He, um, of course... NFL MVP with the Raiders. and You know our guests very well, so I'm going to be the odd man now in some of those conversations, but great lineup today. We do. I'm impressed. I think it's because you're hosting the show. I got good luck. Good yeah, vibes. Like you're popular. <laughs> you're up and coming. You're big time. People oh, okay. want to be on the stormy train. No, I think that our producer, just, Dustin, just knows what he's doing. And he I'm is. Just he's, he's pretty fortunate good to too. sit in this seat. But, hey, let's get into 
The game last night, because obviously we had a Monday doubleheader. We'll have another one today, Tuesday, with two games kicking off at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 o'clock Eastern. But let's start with the Vikings-Bears game, because I know that's where your head was at. And my bone to pick with you is that I was sold on your Bears money line play yesterday. I, was, I wasn't going to dive head first, so I did the plus points, and I had the worst beat imaginable. You did. Because the Bears go down and score in the last second, don't get to kick the extra point. We don't get a push. Facts. And I felt very strongly about that opinion, and it was the right opinion. And for whatever reason, the Bears got in the red zone, and they got inside the Minnesota 15-yard line, and nothing good happened. And just to recap exactly, the final score was 17-9. to So think about this. Fields fumbles on the Minnesota Vikings 47-yard line. So the Bears are driving. You know, it looks like, you know, they're going to come away with some points. They don't. The score now becomes 10-0 in the second quarter. The Bears have third and nine on the Minnesota 12-yard line. That's when David Montgomery fumbled. They called him down. They came out. That's supposed to at least be three points. Second quarter, Chicago drives back down, first and 10 on the Minnesota 13. That's when Fields takes the terrible sack, pushes them back. That should have been potential touchdown, ends up being a field goal. They get an interception from Kirk Cousins. So I'm like, okay, at least we're going to go into the half 10-6. They get the ball first, have a chance to take the lead. Cairo Santos' field goal is blocked. So it's it just like it, it, it was so frustrating because I'm sitting there watching and I have a ticket, a big ticket on Bears money line. And I'm like, what could go worse? So then the score is 17-3 in the third. They're still in this. Mm-hmm. They're only down two touchdowns. They're on the Minnesota 21. They go for it on fourth and one. Don't get it. Come back again in the fourth quarter. Have fourth and goal. Go for it on the Minnesota 9. Incomplete pass on 14. I mean, on fourth down. So, I mean, just over and over. The Bears' ineptitude inside the Minnesota 20 is why, for you, they didn't cover. But for me, they didn't win the game outright. Well, and so I was looking at a number of other. Like, obviously, like you said, this is a team that's playing their hearts out. So, it's very frustrating. But in terms of the mistakes, yes, 0 for 4 in the red zone. But... Four of their nine penalties were personal fouls. Yeah, it was bad Three turnovers. Yeah. So very, very, very poorly refereed game. And the thing that aggravates you is that with all the technology available, I mean, sometimes the refs, there's a human aspect to refereeing. It's cold. A lot of referees are older. Nothing against older guys, but how dare you? A young man struggles in the cold. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. it's like, hey. And so when they make some of these calls, I think it was third down Bears that got off the field and they called a targeting on a throw to the tight end. It obviously wasn't targeting. He hit him with his shoulder, did not have any head to helmet to helmet contact. And ultimately, I think Minnesota ended up scoring on that drive and pretty much putting the game in a Hail Mary kind of situation for the Bears. And these penalties keep popping up. You know, I have such a huge issue with what's going on. In the Cleveland Browns-Raiders game, there was a deep ball that was called defensive pass interference on the Browns that in no way, shape, form, or fashion was that defensive back interfering with the offensive guy. The offensive guy was holding him. So the NFL has to come up with a way because people, okay, gambling has become accepted. 
and professional sports. So people are wagering their hard-earned money. These are teams competing for playoff positions. Mm -hmm. Cleveland's in the hunt mm -hmm. in the AFC North. You know, they're scratching, they're clawing, they're fighting, they're kicking, no head coach, no quarterbacks that anybody recognizes, and they still have a chance to win, mm -hmm. and the refs are impacting this game. The NFL has to do something. I tweeted, I actually I added them say, last night. Was it you yes. that I saw a tweet say it needs yes. to be like a, a former coach or player yeah, that I, needs to be I, in those I positions? I feel like you need to have at least played college football on some level, Division three, whatever, in order to be an NFL referee. And I say that because I think the experience of having played the game matters when it comes to some of these calls. So looking just in terms of what this means, um, I mean, Kirk Cousins also, by the way, just fewest pass yards in his NFL career. Piling up the wins in primetime, by the way, 2-9 and nine in Monday Night Football now. Back-to-back um, -back weeks that he's done that. But in terms of the grander scheme of things, Vikings enter the playoff picture in the seventh seed at 7-7, seven and seven, but they have the second most difficult schedule remaining coming up here. What do you think about their hopes in the NFC? I think they go 0-3, to really? be honest. I really do. I just – I think the Rams struggle to defend the run, but Stafford, to me, is better in controlled climates and environments. And even though the game's in Minnesota – it's domed, mm -hmm. so I think that's when he's at his best. Then you go to Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur, they're trying to secure home field advantage mm -hmm. throughout the playoffs. And then I'm telling you, Chicago beats Minnesota <laughs> in week 18. They, they, they win that game. They should have won last night, but they definitely win that game to close out the season. What do you make of Matt Nagy's future at this point? Is it just a foregone conclusion? Like, how is this guy still here to begin with? So it's kind of an interesting conversation because, first of all, I'm not a huge Matt Nagy fan, but when you look at what he's actually done, two playoff appearances with Mitchell Trubisky, but is that because the Bears were really good or was that because the wild card part of the NFC was, was extremely mm -hmm. average to below average but I have to take my hat off to him last night. I don't know when the last time I saw an NFL head coach get a personal foul. <laughs> well, but, I was going to say, but he, earned, but he did, he, he did the exact thing he should have done. Yeah. And his team rallied and played for him. I was just going to say, the last thing that that team needed in that moment was to go down another coach. Right, <laughs> right. right. And it's interesting because, like, I just think the Bears have kind of a loft problem, you know, lack of freaking talent. You know what I mean? Like, you're looking out there, it's like, who are these guys that Justin Fields is throwing to? No, yeah. You know, yeah. so I don't know. It seems like the ownership believes in Nagy. Uh, I do think they need to make some changes as far as who's tutoring Justin Fields. You still see him. You don't want him. that talent to be wasted, right? Right, right. because basically the Khalil Mack trade, you know, whether you want to blame Trubisky completely, but when they had an elite defense, they didn't have a quarterback capable of helping them reach their full potential. So they've seen it happen. I have not seen Justin Fields really developing and maturing from a game management, mm -hmm. decision-making standpoint, so that alarms me. But uh, they got some tough decisions mm -hmm. to make in Chicago. No question. The total on that one ended up being 26 points, so it went well under the posted number. Under, under um, was the play, so right? So that was good. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I had. I was fortunate yesterday, even with the Browns, just, what a, I mean, just a brutal beat. It sucks, you know, when, that, when those things happen. Just let us kick the extra point. Come on, <laughs> give me a push. Um, but, no, both of the unders in the game yesterday, I'm, I'm still kind of on the fence about what I'm going to do in the Tuesday games today. I'm more interested in the totals because of the COVID concerns still. 
than I am. I'm gonna put asterisks on all my opinions today. Yeah, you have because to. Yesterday, I like you covering your butt on well, Twitter. Well, here's what <laughs> happened yesterday. We're on the show. The Browns are three point favorites mm-hmm. because the assumption is with the game being pushed back to Monday that Baker Mayfield or Case Keenum or both will be available for Cleveland. And all of a sudden, you're, it's about 12, 12.30, and the Raiders are now three-point favorites. And, you know, I made the adjustment. Uh, I should have said it on the show, but I did tweet it out before the mm-hmm. contest that my play moved from Browns minus three to the under. You know, I thought, you know, the Browns would try and run the ball, play defense, exactly what they did. You know, the comeback kick, Derek Carr struck again, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he does. He has a gift in those moments for whatever Sometimes. reason. He can he can be fun to watch. He, All right. I know the Raiders have had a rough year, but Derek Carr still got it. Yeah. So even oh, that interception though made me queasy. We'll talk more about that game on on the other side of the break. But before we go, one last thing just about the the uh the ugh, the Bears Vikings game was just that I was surprised that the Vikings didn't take more advantage of their secondary, right? Like, you would think that you're basically pulling guys off the street at this point to play in the secondary for um, for the Bears, and they weren't able to capitalize on that in any way. I thought they did a great job of making Kirk Cousins uncomfortable. And uh, not having Adam Thielen obviously had an effect mm-hmm. on Kirk, but Justin Jefferson's the real deal. Uh, I still mm-hmm. think if you can make Kirk get off his initial spot, he's not the most athletic guy. You know, he'll throw the ball into traffic at times and, you know, just to be honest, the Bears have the Vikings number. Even though the Vikings won last night, that pushes this rivalry to 16 and 5 since 01 and 5 and 2 to, towards the Bears in the last seven. And that's why you're looking ahead. Oh, yeah, I'm betting Bears money line to the again. next one. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, when we come back, though, from the break, we'll get more into it, take a full deep dive of that Browns Raiders game. It was the first game on Monday. We still have the Tuesday games ahead to discuss as well. This first hour, remember, of Follow the Money, presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. Stay with us and follow the money. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, just I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. 
Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health, but by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. The Sports Betting Network. Bet River Sportsbook takes football same game parlays to a whole new level. You can combine same game parlays from different games to give you even more ways to make your perfect combo. In addition to that, Bet Rivers has added more and more same game parlays props for college football matchups just in time for the biggest games of the season. So download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21, playable in New Jersey as play Sugar House Void where prohibited. Stormy Bonantoni and Sean King back here with you on Follow the Money live from Las Vegas at Circus Sportsbook. Um, wrapping things up on the Monday game conversation, we'll get into the Browns-Vegas Raiders game. Um, Raiders end up winning at 16-14. And the Browns had to come back to make it a game. They actually took the lead late in this one, despite all of their COVID-19 issues. And we had no starting quarterback Baker Mayfield, no Case Keenum, no Jarvis Landry, no Austin Hooper. The list goes on and on and on. Um, but they did make it tight. But it's because of those COVID issues, Sean, that that line bounced around like crazy. If you got it when the number first came out, Cleveland was favored by six. So if you're a Raiders backer and you ended up taking the Raiders minus three, you're livid because with this two-point final, you're just, you can't believe it. You know, it's crazy because you could have multiple winning tickets. Right. I mean, you had the Raiders plus three. The Browns ended up plus three. I mean, I almost feel like if you played the dog on all the way through, you're good, mm-hmm. right? Because it opened Cleveland minus five, I think. So if you took the Raiders plus the five, then when it flipped the Raiders minus five, you took Cleveland and just played the dog. I, think I know were, at, were at cool. one point Cleveland did uh, was laying one. So right. like that's maybe the one number that as you went through, you'd get tripped up on. I'd but... be interested as we talk to Chris Andrews from South Point or Jeff Benson from here at Circa, how they did last night 
when it was all said and done mm-hmm. on the Raiders Browns? What was the handle and you know how did it turn out? Because it'd be interesting. I mean, I've never seen a game literally. Me and Tim Murray were doing follow the money, and it was Cleveland minus three. And Pacific time, the game started at two o'clock. It wasn't a late start. By the time the opening kick happened, it was Raiders minus three. It's a six-point swing the day of the game. So you you very rarely see that kind of movement. And the Raiders ultimately did win it on a walk-off 48-yard field goal from Daniel Carlson. And did you hear Max Crosby after the game? I didn't. I didn't. Oh, we we have it. So let's play Max Crosby on the game winner. Well, initially, the ball was spotted where they, they spotted it. Well, and then that's not Max. <laughs> on the sideline, I you know I 100% believed in, in Daniel. You know he's he's money, and uh, we're sitting there and we're like, all right, we're checking out the wind. I'm picking grass up off the ground, seeing which way. Sorry, which way the grass is flowing. Excuse my language, um, but we were just laughing. I'm like, all right, we're we're trying to make sure we're all good. And then he hit the first one. I'm like, all right, he's gonna he's gonna hit the next one. So. He's my language. Uh, you he know, dropped I, it twice. Yeah, I actually like that. Like, if I there's any team in the NFL that deserves to have some good moments down the stretch and have a little fun, it, it's the Raiders. They've been through a lot. Yes. Uh, the one cons- constant from start to finish this year has been Carlson. I mean, he's been outstanding from the beginning of this season to right now. So, I'm I, not sure – but I didn't look it up. Could the Browns have called another timeout to ice the kicker? I, I got to look that up because I was asked that last night, and I forgot to find out because I feel like either you let him kick it the first time mm-hmm. or you call two timeouts and make it the third kick. That's what Pat McAfee says all the time, right? You don't want to give him the warm-up kick. Right. Although it did give me a little bit of anxiety, and like I said previously, like I only bet the under in this game. I didn't pick a side because I had too much anxiety about the way that number was flip-flopping. I was like, stay away, stay away. But when that was going down, I was just like, okay, he made the first one. And the first one was kind of like, it was one of those where it went in, but you were like, I did it. And the second one was was never in doubt. See, and it wasn't. It was straight down the middle, hammered, and that's what made me think of the Pat McAfee thought. But in my head in the moment, I was like, he's not going to make it again. Yeah. And the special teams coach was, was running it for uh, for the Browns. So, you know, he probably knows better than me. But I know the Browns fan base has to be devastated because the, the difference in winning and losing that game, if they had won, they're 8-6 and six and tied for first in AFC North. Mm-hmm. They lost the game and they're 7-7, and seven, and now they're last in the AFC North. North. That's how tight of a race it is in that division. So, you know, hopefully Cleveland gets all their pieces back and, and can figure out, you know, how to, you know, make some headway these last three weeks. But it's going to be fascinating to watch. I actually have a 12-1 to ticket on the Pittsburgh Steelers to win the AFC North. And you couldn't ask for anything else. They're sitting there 7-6-1 and one in third. So we'll see how that goes. But... What a crazy twist of fate. That division's just so tight right now all around. Uh, One thing that really impressed me down the stretch, though, with the Raiders ultimately getting this win was the patience of Derek Carr on that final drive because he throws the interception with, what, three minutes to go and feels like the wind's all out of their sails. Defense forces a three and out. They get the ball back, and they make it happen. You know, it's kind of just the conundrum when it comes to is Derek Carr a franchise quarterback or is he not? Because the series before, I mean, he unnecessarily just gift wraps mm-hmm. the Cleveland Browns the game. Now, the Raiders defense, Max Crosby and those guys, they stood up 
They they stopped Cleveland on third, got their offense another opportunity, but Cleveland could have very easily have picked up that first down, and it's ball game. And, and then Derek Carlson comes back and makes a couple great throws, but which one is it? I think he has to find consistency in order to take that next step. And he's kind of in that group of quarterbacks, Stormy, where he's better than most, but he's not really consistent enough to be elite. Mm -hmm. And so as an organization, what do you do? Can you get in the playoffs and compete for an AFC championship with Derek Carr? Well, and that's the issue is the consistency, right? Because we've seen flashes of him look like, is this going to be MVP Derek Carr? Like the way that he slings the ball sometimes and – then it just falls apart, and you don't know who this guy really is. It's very Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, and, and personally, I'm not a big Derek Carr fan because in week two, uh, he went to Pittsburgh and played the game of his life, and I had Pittsburgh in Circus <laughs> Survivor, and uh, yeah. You hold some grudges. Uh, that'll be a good thing to get into with Rich Gannon, which brings me to this next point. of fun, An NFL research fun fact. Okay. With the Raiders win, mm-hmm. there are now 13 teams in the AFC with a 500 or better record through this week. First time since 2002 that a conference has had that many teams with a 500 or better record this late in the season. Only second time ever. That year, the Browns made the playoffs with the wild card spot. And the Raiders made the playoffs as well, winning the AFC behind the efforts of who? Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon. Yeah, money rich. Fun facts. Fun facts for you here on Follow the Money. Yeah, I won't say this when he gets on the air, but Rich was like the Bucks' best player in the Super Bowl. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he, he threw us quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to, at least when he comes on the program, be like, hey, man, like, no hard feelings, right? No, nah, I mean, you know he's going to come back and be like, you know, I watched the game. I didn't see you. <laughs> 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 no, nah, but it's amazing what's going on in the AFC. I mean, Buffalo right now has the last wild card spot, but they're at 8-6. and six. The next six teams are 8-6 and six or 7-7. Seven and seven. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's – it's, it's going to go down to the wire, but this is what the NFL wants. So, I think what makes the NFL so great, Stormy, is the parity. Well, and that's been so crazy. Like, the playoff picture in general, just through this late in the season, you would expect to have a little bit more clarity in terms of, like, who teams are, who's going to be that top dog, and we don't really have that. Like, is there a team right now that you feel the most confident in in the NFL? I still think I'm riding with New England. Really? Yes. I think Mac Jones got his ugly game out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Saturday night against the Colts. And, and I just think when they get Damian Harris back and they can get back to running the football, that Cleveland's still the team that I really believe in. Patriots plus 400 uh, to win the AFC right now behind the Chiefs. Um, but, yeah, the Pats, like, that was just a wonky game. Like, you didn't expect them to go down 20 to nothing Ever, right. right? Especially given the stretch that they had been on on that seven-game win streak. It was a little weird one. But I like the way you put it yesterday, that it was like the first time that we really saw Mac Jones actually play like a rookie, mm-hmm. really, all season. And it happens. Indianapolis, their crowd is very football smart, so they know when to be loud. Tough environment. Indy has a really, really talented defense. They got after the young quarterback, forced him into some mistakes. But if I know Mac Jones like I think I do, he'll take that and be better because of it. So I would say the interesting future bet is if you could guarantee me that come playoff time, the Tennessee Titans had a healthy A.J. Brown and a healthy Derrick Henry, 14-1 to would look like a lot of value mm-hmm. if that happens. Yeah, there's a lot of 
A lot of interesting names on the board at this point right now. And remember, everybody, if you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. They're all over, so subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. We have a full NFL show today, Sean. Cool. So much to get into. Are you... When we come back on the other side of the break, I think we're going to get into the Tuesday games today. Um, any, any, one of those games that you're more excited about than the other? I'm still trying to figure out who's playing. <laughs> Once I figure that out, I have a strong opinion. That's what's so tough about it right now, all the COVID-19 concerns all over all of sports right now. You see even the NHL, they're stepping aside until December 27th. Crazy stuff right now. Um, we'll have plenty more Follow the Money on the other end of this break, but stay with us right here on Beeson the Sports Betting Network. The Tuesday game previews on the other side. Follow the Money on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Save 50% off a VEASAN all-access subscription for the rest of the football season with our big game special. Get access to our in-depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits showing you where the money's going on every single game. Sign up today. You'll also get our daily best bets email, weekly betting guides, 24-7 video, plus our all-new college bowl betting guide. Covers every bowl game for just $39 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Alongside the Super Bowl champ, Sean King, I'm Stormy Bonantoni filling in for Mitch and Polly here on Follow the Money this morning. And uh, Tuesday night football on the docket today. Whoa. Don't hear that every day uh, due to the COVID-19 concerns. Shifting a couple of games this week. So we've got Seattle taking on the Rams, Washington football team taking on the Eagles tonight. Both games kicking off at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 Eastern. And both with playoff implications before we get into some of the specifics of these games, because the lists are ever-changing for both teams with regards to COVID-19, is there anything that we can take away from the games yesterday with the Raiders and Browns that we can take into today? You know, the more I've thought about this, and this is new territory that we're dealing with, you know, especially from a gambling standpoint of, you know, trying to have an opinion, a strong opinion, not really knowing who the pieces and components are going to be. But something dawned on me as I was watching the games last night. When put into the COVID protocol, it also takes the player out of practice. Mm -hmm. And I think the inefficiency that you saw offensively from all four teams, a lot of that had to do with the fact that you have so many pieces missing from practice. And listen, the, the NFL is regimented. You, you do installs based on what day of the week it is, how far out from the game you is. You have a day where you do all your third and short stuff. You have a collection of third and short plays based on what the opponent does defensively that you think are going to work. One day you do your red zone offense. Okay, this is the coverages that they play in the red zone to these formations. These are the plays that we think can work. Let's really practice and hone in on how we can be effective in the red zone. And having key guys not be able to participate, mm -hmm. I mean, has a huge impact. And I think you saw that, Stormy. Because all four offenses were extremely inefficient mm -hmm. when they got in, I want to say the plus 30 mark, you know, where they're on the other other team side of the 50 and in that 30 and in. And you didn't see a lot of touchdowns. You didn't see a lot of crispness on offense. And I think this has a lot to do with it. So maybe playing the unders mm -hmm. in these games. The defense has Super an advantage. Yesterday. Yeah, you know, is it, the way to go. You know, especially until you get a better understanding right before game time who's actually playing. 
Well, the total in that Rams Seahawks game, if we'll look at that one here first, 46 and a half. Um, Rams are favored by seven. Looking right now, um, and these lists are subject to change, okay? So the finalized lists are going to come out at 1 p.m. Eastern, so make sure you keep a lock on that. VSIN.com has a great COVID-19 tracker for each team. Um, if you want to stay up to date on all of those, also, like we were kind of joking about <laughs> in the break, maybe turn on your notifications for Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport on Twitter. Uh, but the Rams have 14 players on their active roster and four from the practice squad that are currently on the list. I mean, look at this. It's, they did get somebody's <laughs> back, though, right? I mean, um, and everyone has a different <laughs> date. I mean, hey, this number is down from 29 for the Rams. Okay, to, for competitive fairness, they should have a drone on the field <laughs> like two and a half hours before the game, so people can see what players are actually there. It's so um, in hockey. I don't know if you know the this. morning skate. So yes, morning skate, but okay. also like sometimes if a if the goalies, let's say, don't actually practice at morning skate, neither one of them. Um, they'll put like their names on their hockey sticks and they have to put their hockey sticks all out on the bench before the game. And some of the camera people will zoom in on the names on the tape on the hockey right. stick to see who's out there. Part and if that info gets out there, then like better's going. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Yeah. Cause part of wagering is knowing, you know, who's playing. Is Tyler Higby yep. going to play? I mean, he was on the list last week, missed the Cardinals game, came off the list, back on the list now. So, as of now, he's on he's on the list, right? So that's all that we can take into account right now. So Higby on the list, their right tackle, Rob Halverson on the list, Jordan Fuller and Von Miller all on, but Jalen Ramsey off and OBJ off. Okay, and, and here's what's heartbreaking for me. I told Tim Murray when the Rams beat the Cardinals last week, my best play of this weekend's games was going to be Seattle Moneyline. I love this spot. I still think the Rams are fraudulent. I thought Russell Wilson, after finally getting healthy, healthy has really become dynamic mm-hmm. and explosive again on offense. And all of a sudden, no Tyler Lockett, no Alex Collins. Now I think Reed, the corner, may be missing tonight for Seattle. So yep. I really had a, some great opinions coming into this week, and then COVID kind of has <laughs> thrown all of them into a flux. So their previous meeting this season was when Russ hurt his finger, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of when their season took a turn for the worse. Um, what have you seen from him the last couple of weeks that made you believe that he was going to be on the right track? He's back healthy. Yeah. He's confident. You know, out of all the people that you give the benefit of the doubt, it's Russell Wilson. Because coming into this season, he never missed a start. And so he's been Mr. Durable. He's been Mr. Deep ball, deep play. You know, he has two great receivers in DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. And you started to see that chemistry start to reemerge. So I thought Seattle was on the come, a team that you could really, you know, find a lot of value Mm -hmm. in down the stretch. So hopefully all those guys play. And if they Mm -hmm. do play, I still like Seattle tonight. But I take the points, you know, again, because of the missed practice time. That does have an impact, especially in situational football, meaning – being on top of the details, if we have some kind of pick play, rub play on third down, have we practiced it enough for it to really be effective in the red zone? You know, we're running our double posts, our bang, you know, package. Have we repped it enough so that everyone's comfortable? One thing that interested me in this game was because the quarterbacks both are going to be out there, uh, Matt Stafford. So Seattle's D let Davis Mills throw for 331 yards last week. Right. Like, what could Matt Stafford potentially do to that defense was something I was kind of excited about seeing. Yeah, especially with OBJ back, you know, who's starting to. And Cooper Cup on the prowl for the triple crown for a receiver. You know what's amazing? Cooper Cup is the odds-on favorite to win offensive MVP, but he's like 1,000 to 1 to win 
NFL MVP. It's one of the craziest things ever. Like, how does the NFL MVP not win NFL Offensive Player of the it's Year? It's all made it's, up. It's really weird. It's all made up. Let's shift our attention here to the Washington football team taking on the Eagles in Philly. Philly right now, six and a half point favorites, total 42 and a half. A pivotal game in the NFC East. Um, looking for that wild card spot. Both of these teams, Washington um, is the one in this case dealing with the more severe COVID-19 issues, including their quarterbacks. And that's the big issue here, right? Is it no Taylor Heineke, no Kyle Allen as of right now? Is it Garrett Gilbert who goes, who the football team signed off the Patriots practice squad, but Ron Rivera um, knows him well. So Garrett Gilbert played in Ron Rivera's system back in the Carolina Panthers in 2018. So see what happens. You know, Storm, I know we're paid to talk, but my mama used to say, when you don't know, son, you just don't know. Go sit down and shut up. So <laughs> until I figure out who's actually playing, I don't really have it's an opinion. It's all, all over the place. Washington and Philly. I just don't know. Yeah. Um, and the hope, so then on the other side of it, so we know Washington has the COVID-19 issues with their quarterbacks, but Jalen Hurts, at least for the Eagles, is expected to go. Hopefully, South so no Antonio. No mustache or leather jacket as of now. Okay. But still TBD. Hopefully, like when, when Sal joins us, he can. Uh, uh, Minshew, how do you say it? Gardner. Minshew, yeah, yeah. I like Minshew. Minshew mania. That's how you remember it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I like. I, I liked his little. Um, what is that? That top. He just jacket. has it was like cool. a. He got a flair. Yeah, he has like a persona energy that I really like. Um, so I don't know, but Jalen Hurts is getting better. Uh, you would have to say that just based on what you know, you'd have to lean towards Philly. But again, I'm gonna wait to yeah. as close to game time as possible to get some more clarity on who's actually performing for Chicago. I, I did, mean, for Washington. I did see one thing that was a little bit interesting here. Jalen Hurts, 0-4 as a starter in division games, which is the long, tied for the longest active streak of all quarter, starting quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence and Joe Flacco. Yeah. It's pretty bad. It is. That was, surpri- I, that was surprising to me. Like, that caught me off I'm guard a little bit. I'm actually a big Jalen Hurts fan. Why I think that? he has a lot of talent. I think he's going through a stage that a lot of quarterbacks who are shorter go through. He's trying to prove that he's a pocket passer instead of just playing the game and doing what's best down in and down out to have his team be successful. But I can see him kind of getting more comfortable in his own skin every time he goes out. And this mm-hmm. Phillies team's on the come now. Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager, Jalen Hurts. Uh, they have a young group, Miles Gaskins. They have a young group of skilled guys who are relatively the same age who are going to grow together. So, you know, I like where the direction Philly's headed, and, and I'm a big fan of Hurts. Well, and I thought Washington was headed more in the right direction here in the late in the season. You know, their defense started picking things up. They, by the way, at least do get a couple players they get back. Sweat back, right? Yep, they get Montez Sweat back. He has not played since October 31st since he broke his jaw. He was designated to return and then got COVID. Yeah, like, that, what bad luck that kid has Designated had. to return. Like, I feel like we're in baseball now. You're optioning <laughs> people to AAA, and <laughs> he's on assignment. <laughs> but this is another game, by the way, that's had pretty significant line movement. Um, the Eagles were available as low as 2 and a half on the look ahead line as high as 12 and a half on Friday, figuring out all the news at various books, um, six and a half, a good middle number. But if you liked the Eagles, the best number there certainly missed, but everything right now, just do your due diligence, you know, wait until the last minute, at least in my opinion, um, wait until the last minute. If you do want to get in this game to know all of the information you have in front of you or be like us and play the total unders, baby. Absolutely. It's not. What's the shirt? What's the shirt Tim wears all the time? It's uh, always under until it's over. Yeah. We're rolling. We're rolling. More follow the money on the other side. Stay with us here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network.
As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game, <laughs> is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Everybody's favorite segment here on Follow the Money, Win Some, Lose Some. Sorry about Antonio and Sean King with you. Let's get to some of these win some. Let's do it. The Raiders cashing on the money line and the under 41 at plus 215. And this game had a bunch of win sums. Also, Browns plus three and under 41 cash in at plus 250. Vegas, of course, beat the Cleveland Browns 16-14 on that walk-off. Daniel Carlson, 48-yarder. Brian Edwards got the scoring started in this one for the first touchdown score. 17 
to one. That was a nice one. Yeah, he tempted and he teased. He has so much talent. Brian, can we just see it a little more often? For those that believe, 17 to one, first touchdown. Nice. Yeah, but if it happens more often, you don't get that plus money, honey. Super. Nick Chubb, anytime touchdown, minus 105. Like when you can get those small numbers on a good player like him. Harrison Bryant, anytime touchdown at plus 450. And the Vikings money line and under 46. You're getting plus money there as well, plus 160. Uh, and this was a this was a good and a bad. So you know we're going to hit these with the lose sum as well. But Vikings cashing minus 6.5 and, and under 46, plus 160. Minnesota beat the Bears 17-9. to Because the Bears scoring on that last second play did not get to kick yeah, the field and, goal, and did NFL, they? Listen, we got to kick the extra point. I mean, come on. It, these points matter. The PATs matter. I like, though, on the broadcast, they actually acknowledge that as well. Um Let's look, take a look at some of our, our wins. We got some, keep the wins some rolling, right? Yeah. Justin Jefferson touchdown. Ooh. Ooh. First touchdown, six to one. Anytime touchdown, minus 125. I was rolling on the Justin Jefferson. So I bet Justin Jefferson, anytime touchdown and a Vikings win. It was kind of my hedge to the Bears plus seven. So that was a good plus money cash as well. Look at you. I was yelling at the TV because the defensive back for the Bears has help inside. He's supposed to have outside leverage. He falls for the okie doke, gives up the leverage. Justin Jefferson corner route, touchdown Vikings. I was like, look at how my night has started. Justin Jefferson is a king. What can I tell you? He's he a deep field threat. With I like the, the Randy Moss uh, honoring, you yeah. know, with the Pro Bowl jersey very on. That cool. was sweet. Yeah, man. Very, very cool. No question. Um, also, can we talk about this? Who is betting some of these? Amir Smith-Marset anytime touchdown plus 850. Like, teach me your ways, please. I would love to get in on that one. What a cool name. Can you imagine being in elementary school and having to <laughs> pronounce that? I can, actually. My last name is Bonantoni, and I had a oh. Oh, yeah, I had a really so you rough know it. time. <laughs> a really rough time. In the NBA, the Thunder beat in the Grizzlies plus 390 on the money line, 102.99. Thunder now win back-to-back games, but the Pistons were the win before, who are not the Memphis Grizzlies. Big win some. You were able to get in that one. 76ers also beating the Celtics, 108-103. Spurs cashing on the money line to beat the LA Clippers. And in hockey world, Puckstradamus, did you get this one? Stars Wild goes over five and a half goals. Eleven of them were scored as Dallas beat the Wild seven to I four. I had the over. I sided <laughs> with the Wild. For, mm. for those of you who don't know, Sean King, Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback. This guy also... Huckstradamus, the guy hits at a ridiculous clip on the NHL. I mean, I grew up in St. Pete. Why wouldn't I love hockey? Uh, <laughs> you're nuts. You're nuts. You're nuts. Hey, let's let's go to the videos. Let's see some of these winsome videos. Is that? Oh, we love the dog. Ah! Oh, look how cute they are. Did the one dog jump off the surfboard? I don't. I. Oh, roadside service. Oh, okay. Snap. That is what happened. Nice. For those of you who can't watch, one there's the dogs, there's there's two dogs surfing on separate surfboards. One of the surfboards flips out from underneath one of the dogs. He hops on the other surfboard. I like the composure right there, because two humans would have panicked. They'd have both surf? been in the water. I mean black people don't do sharks. <laughs> There's not sharks everywhere. You're you fine. There's sharks out Jellyfish there. Jellyfish are what I don't uh, mess with. There's sharks out there. I don't mess with them. Trust me, I know. I hear we got another dog video, though. Okay. Okay, so we got two dogs and a hose in front of them going side to side. Where's this going to go? Ah! In the face! 
Uh, I, thought the, I thought the big dog knew what was up. <laughs> the little dog gets sprayed in the mouth with all the water. He's freaking out. And then the German, is that a German Shepherd? Yeah, he rolls in. He's like, no, I want some. You know I'm what? thirsty. I like the loyalty, though. He's he was like coming a, back, help his little homie. That's not a hose, though. That's like a that's a fire hose. You shouldn't do that. Is that like animals? <laughs> I don't know. Was it? I love that, though. Very cute. Very cute. Okay, we got the win some, so now it's time to roll on to the, the lose some. And we we already know, Raiders, if you got the, the worst of the number there on the minus three, you're not feeling so hot today. Um, obviously, that number bounced around from plus six through the one, ended up landing Raiders minus three as Vegas beats the round 16 to 14. So one point loss, saw it two and a half, a lot of places too. That's just a heartbreaker. Then we also see Dalvin Cook, anytime touchdown. And the reason this is a lose, how are you going to lay minus 175 for the guy not to go out there and do it? Yeah, he didn't get the ball as much as he should have in the red zone. I mean, I was actually pulling against Dalvin last night. He's a friend of mine, but yeah, my, I, but you would assume coming off a 205-yard effort against Pittsburgh, going up against the Bears, who haven't been, a, let's say, great versus the run this season, that Dalvin would find the end zone, but he didn't. I, meanwhile, was the idiot that I got, like, a double lose some here because I had Dalvin scoring two touchdowns yesterday. <laughs> did not go my way. But, hey, you know, I was like, hey, he's back on the shoulder. Everything's great. He's working right. Anyways, in the NBA, Celtics uh, minus 225. Losing to the 76ers, 108-103. Grizz, like we said, definitely on the losing end of that because if you bet them money line, minus 530, and you lose to the 10-19 and 19 Thunder. Yeah. The Thunder are awful, too, so. Yeah. It's ugly. It's the NBA, though. You never know. It's ugly. What's that steakhouse in Oklahoma City? It's probably out hanging out. I don't know. <laughs> what, what's the steakhouse? Oh, they got, like, some. Is there a famous one I don't know about? Yeah, I'm just, supposed to be Oklahoma I missed City. the boat on that one. Yeah. Uh, we got some videos here. Word on the street. Let's see. Crisis in America? What does that mean? Chicken tenders at risk of <laughs> extinction due to global shortage. What? I had some Raisin Cane's the other day. It, oh, my God. I was like, oof, unbelievably good. Have you? You had to have because you lived on the East Coast and the South. Bojangles? Oh, yes, absolutely. Bojangles? Yeah. Give me a sponsorship. Bo and the Jackman. Yes, that absolutely. A, why are they going extinct, do you think? People aren't getting their chicken fix? I don't know. I don't like that. No wonder that's on the loose sum. I don't like it at all. All right, we got another video. Is this a video or a tweet? I don't know. Worst prediction. It's a tweet. Daily Mail 21 years ago. The internet <laughs> may be just a passing fad as millions give up on it. That's like what people say about sports betting, right? Like, yeah, it's just a fad. Yeah, right. Well, the good thing is the newspaper faded <laughs> all the way away. That's what the headline right. should have said. <laughs> Newspapers going out of business. Yeah. I wish <laughs> they could take my Twitter and my Instagram and my TikTok. Oh, I can't do TikTok. Are you on TikTok? I just watch other people. I don't haven't figured out how to yeah. use it yet. I have an Android, so like Android is not the most compatible. Yeah, you tried to send me a video and it. Yeah, it's all blurry. You yeah. gotta get you the blue messages, man. Yeah. You gotta get on the blue. I message. get in the cool club at some point. <laughs> we'll we'll see. I'll see if I'll open the door and let you in. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. We both know Christmas I'm not in the coming. cool club. I'm I, not in the. Cool I want club. more room under the tree. I accept all gifts. What's the newest iPhone? I do hear you love gifts. Yeah, you and Tim Dustin. Tim Murray keeps telling me how yeah, much you, you love gifts. you and Dustin get together and go and gift me a, a new iPhone. I'll use it. All right. We got another video here. Let's see what we're rolling with. Oh, this Would you get on this? Absolutely not. You don't do sharks and you don't do rides. Uh, not at this point in my life. I used to when I was younger. But I've seen too many failures. Oh, that was fun. Fun? 
I, I would like it to go faster. Did we pick up the pace? Yeah, whip it. Oh. I don't know what this ride is called, but I'm here for it. You know, like, I love roller coasters. I like to hydrate when I go to the amusement park, and that just doesn't <laughs> really mix with hydration. No, you can only eat and drink so much at an amusement park. You gotta be a gamer. You gotta and get I ready wear flip-flops, so I don't think flip-flops are gonna work out too uh, well on this ride. That's, that, well, you take them off. You go, you go shoeless. Come on, rookie. Rookie roller coaster ride. Barefoot in the park. We gotta get to the bad beats real quick, and I've already, we've been through it because I'm very upset about it. Bears plus seven. Brutal beat. Brutal. Let them kick the dang extra point. Brutal. So we can at least get a push out of this thing, especially since they fought and clawed to get back to that point to even make it. Steven scored that last touchdown. And, they time and Stormy, they Come changed on. this rule because they used to, in regulation, always have to kick the extra point. Then if they went to overtime, they didn't kick it. So this is something that changed recently. I'm depressed. In case you didn't know, Vikings beat the Bears 17-9, made Stormy cry. What a, What else is new? Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Log in each Tuesday, get 20% profit boost on college and NFL. You learn more at BetRivers.com. And remember, everybody, this first hour of Follow the Money, presented exclusively by our friend Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Log in each Tuesday. Again, get 20% profit boost on college and NFL. Must be 21. Offer not valid in all areas. So check BetRivers.com for the full offer details and rules. And that was fun. It was. I like I like Phil. I still feel like the, the, that's a, I feel like that's the water box. hose was a little aggressive on the dog. I know. I almost would have put that in lose some because I kind of felt bad. The knock out a tooth. Might might they might? You never know. More follow the money on the other side of the break. Stay with us here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Hey Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.